says, what do you say, two beers per week is the recommended yep. allowance? Uh, look, Eric, tell us about it it. it. it is nuts. Number one, why the hell does Biden have an alcohol czar? We, we don't need czars in the United States. But number two, what is it with liberals that want to control every damn aspect of your life? Biden came in, one of the first things they wanted to do was ban gas stoves. New York State has now done that for new construction. They're trying to go after and regulate ceiling fans. I got to tell you, it's hot in Texas. We don't want to get rid of our ceiling fans. And now these idiots have come out and said, drink two beers a week. That's their guideline. Well, I got to tell you, if they want us to drink two beers a week, frankly, they can kiss my ass. (laughs) Ted Cruz, I guess I ain't too happy about the beer. A lot of people drink beer. I mean, I don't personally drink it, but uh, a lot of people drink beer. And for me, it's less about the uh, <clears throat> drink in it as it is about the control. You know, they just do it. They want to control every aspect of your life. And I just thought that that was an entertaining clip to play. So I decided to uh, give it a go there. Pretty much has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Proud Boys leader, <clears throat> as of Thursday, was jailed for... 17 years over the U.S. Capitol attack in uh, on January 6th. He's only not the worst one because it was just one year short of the longest in hundreds of con- uh, convictions in the Capitol attacks. An 18-year sentence was given to Stuart Rhodes, the founder of another far-right militia central uh, to the Capitol siege, the Oath Keepers. Now, originally, they wanted to give him 33 years, uh, but uh, 17, I guess at this moment, probably feels better than 33 to him. 17 years is still a long time. That's a long time in jail. Um, before the sentencing, you know, he expressed regret, saying that he would have nothing to do, nothing more to do with the Proud Boys and would focus on his wife and daughter's welfare. Said that he was so sorry. And he said, as he knows, that he messed up that day, but he's not a terrorist. I'm going to assume they're going to give him time served for some of that 17 years because he's been in prison now for two years. So I'm going to assume they're going to probably reduce it. So he's got 15 more to go, but 15 years, a long time, long time in prison. I got to be honest with you, 15 years uh, for me anyways, you know, it's like uh, I'm going to be retiring at that time. Uh, it seems like it's never going to get here. So 15 years, a long time. Um, you know, everybody has a different opinion on these things. I think that's a little bit harsh. Uh, nobody died. Nobody was shot. The only person that shot was Ashley Babbitt. So it wasn't like one of the Proud Boys killed anybody. Uh, although he may have led them, uh, led the group, and maybe he helped organize. You know, I think you get the point if you served two years and they told you you had a five-year sentence and you do maybe a few more years in prison. I think you get the point. You know, I think he's already getting the point because you hear consistently how they're mistreating all the January 6 people in prison. Um, a lot of times you're hearing stories and – it's hard to know what's true and what's not, but if the stories are true, you're talking about people being kept in isolation, people not being fed, people being abused, um, and I don't think that they're just being made up from nowhere. And you know, if you're you're in uh, <clears throat> jail up there, potentially that those things are happening. I, I think he got the point, and you know, everybody makes mistakes. But uh, wanted to bring that up. I do apologize for my voice. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to it, but it's. Uh, not very uh, <laughs> happy with me. Anyways, one more. Why, did anybody happen to see that there's this, uh, well, there's a couple of them, actually. There's a disgusting human being 
that's in prison that the ACL, the ACLU is filing a lawsuit for. Um, it's a trans-identified inmate. It's a, it's a man. Wants to say he's a girl. And of course, American Civil Liberties Union in Indiana has filed a lawsuit against the State Department of Corrections after the trans-identified male inmate <clears throat> convicted of murdering his infant stepdaughter was denied gender-affirming surgery. It's amazing that we're even having this conversation or we're going to even, somebody can even make this argument. You are in jail for the rest of your natural life. Oh, what, why, why should we be dumping money into you? You are damaged goods. You're a damaged product. Be happy that you're getting three, three meals a day in room and board. I'm sure where you're at, it's air conditioned. Yeah. The people that are in there, a lot of them are no better than you and, whatever hostile conditions you live in, you know, that that's the penalty you pay for the brutal uh, attack on that 11 month old baby uh, that you did. And you you didn't even care about, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know why we as taxpayers, because that's all funded through us, why we should be giving people radical surgeries in prison. It's not our responsibility. You want to feel whatever way you want to feel. That's your thing. My guess would be he's going to try to, uh, get his gender changed, possibly to uh, have himself relocated to a woman's facility, which what would be easier on him? Uh, I don't know. But uh, again, tax tax money this should not be spent on radical surgeries for anybody. You know, that's a personal choice. And not just because you're in prison. I mean, especially because you're in prison, but not just because you're in prison. That's Tax dollars should not go to that under any condition, <clears throat> under any circumstances. That's your personal choice. You want to make that choice, save up the money, get the loans, do whatever it is. Maybe you got one of those wonky insurance companies that's willing to pay for it and go do it. That's on you. But as far as actually having tax dollars put towards something like that, when at least half or more of the country disagrees with it, we shouldn't be using it. Now, this sick uh, individual was sentenced to 55 years for the horrific murder of his 11th month old stepdaughter. She died while in his care. <clears throat> he strangled her to death. An innocent little 11-month-old. Uh, there's no, hey, there's nothing you could say to me that warrants that type of uh, anger and hostility and brutality to an 11, 11-month-old. I don't care that they're crying. I, I, I don't care if they broke through your most favorite thing in the whole world. It is a 11-month-old baby that doesn't know any better from anything. All they know is what you teach them. Generally, it's happiness. They're happy just wandering around. They know that they can signal to you when they want their food. Uh, They are just a joy and a pleasure to have running around. There's nothing, nothing that that poor little thing could do that would have an animal like this guy strangle her to death. Uh, His words to the police officers after he was caught and he was booked, he was awaiting court. Uh, he told a prison official, all I know is I killed a little F and B nice guy, nice individual, nice words, 55 years. I told him good luck, life in prison, no possibility of parole. Have a nice, have a nice, uh, rest of your existence. It's no more than he deserves for what he did to that beautiful little angel. Yeah, go rotten, go rotten holes in a cell somewhere. And uh, I'm assuming 
And I mean, he's a real classy looking guy. His whole face is tattooed and looks like he's cross-eyed and, yeah, I mean, <laughs> an ugly dude uh, certainly is going to be, would be an ugly chick. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> That's a rough looking man, let alone uh, wanting to be a woman. Uh, my, my guess is he's trying to get, make his life easier any way possible. So he figures, well, I'm stuck in this for the rest of my life anyways. I might as well transition and try to put myself in a better situation. 55 years is a long time. And, and hopefully he never makes it out because an animal like that doesn't belong in society. An animal like that shouldn't have any extra privileges. You kind of gave that away at that uh, evil moment there. You sure, certainly shouldn't be able to change your gender in the God knows what. I don't know what the state cost is. Like if they did that in the state, I, I don't know what it is. I don't even know what the insurance cost is to make to make a, what is it, a neo-vagina or whatever. I, I don't even know what the cost of that is, but I can only imagine if getting your eyes lasered is like six grand. Yeah, I mean, at least in Florida it is. Getting your eyes lasered six, six, seven thousand $7,000. I mean, you're talking about a pretty simple in-and-out procedure there. Uh, you want to get hair plugs done, you know, like uh, I've been looking into myself. I, You know, just the baldness is killing me. I've been, I've been debating on flying to Hungary. Anyways, uh, I mean, even these surgeries, if you want to do that here in the United States, if you use one of the more popular places like a Bosley, you know, you're going to spend thirteen dollars to $15,000. You might have to do it twice. You might spend a thirty grand on doing that. Well, what does it cost to rearrange everything downstairs? It's got to be $100,000. Got to be. So you certainly, now that, that's, that's in out here. I don't know what it would cost if they even have doctors that do stuff like that in prisons, but I don't know what it would cost the state, but if it's a dollar, it's too much. You don't deserve it. You're, you shouldn't be allowed to have it. It's tax money. And I really love the way the ACLU is putting it. They're, they're putting it as if Richardson is being denied uh, life-saving medical care. It's like, this is life or death. Life or death to split the sausage and put it inside out. That's life or death. It's going to kill him if it doesn't have it. Now, actually, uh, quite the reverse. It probably, good shot, he could have some problems and complications that could kill him from doing it. So I certainly, you can't sit there and tell me that it meets the criteria for being uh, life-saving medical care that he needs. That he's got to have. <coughs> and what else, <coughs> excuse me, what else is he going to have to have? It's going to have to have some implants on top of that. I mean, if you're going to do the bottom, I'm sure he's going to try to do the top. And you're going to pay for that too. And then all the medications and, and psychiatrists and aftercare. Oh, give me a break for a monster that can strangle an 11-month-old. A beautiful little baby. No. I, I wouldn't get, listen, I wouldn't pay for it if you weren't a monster. I wouldn't pay for it if you're just a confused, a confused person because it's tax dollars. Our tax dollars shouldn't be going towards things that we completely disagree with. That's an ideology that I would say the good, the vast majority of us disagree with. It shouldn't be going towards that. But the ACLU, in all their shining glory, thinks that it should. It's amazing, again, like I was saying in the beginning, that we're even having this conversation. That we're even arguing over this. That this is even going to court. That's how stupid this is. This just shouldn't even be a conversation. In a normal society, people would hear about this monster and just shake, I don't give a crap what he thinks he is. The answer is no today, tomorrow, and forever. Yeah, you go sit in your cell, 
pay the price for what you did, and that's it. And hopefully you'll die in there and you won't make it out. Sorry to be so <sighs> angry there. But, uh, you know, on a good day, he'll just, he'll just kick the bucket in there. I don't think a monster like that should be allowed back out in the society, personally. Now, I'm not going to go real long today because you can see I'm struggling to speak. But there was one that I wanted to bring up because I thought it was important. We're always talking about all the negatives. Everything's a negative, negative, negative. You know, it's, it's just everything that's happening. And I thought it would be fun <clears throat> to bring a more positive story because when I saw it, <clears throat> I thought to myself, it's about time. You know, thank God, because I I worry, like, where are the men at? Where are they at? Where are you guys at? <clears throat> so I thought it would be nice to bring this positive story to you. I'm going to play the... Uh, the uh, news uh, clip, a snippet of it, and then we'll talk about it for a second afterwards. Here it is. Now at 5.30, a good Samaritan pulls a teenager to safety after he got caught up in a massive, violent brawl. Today, he's being called a hero. Good evening. This is the KTLA 5 News at 5.30. I'm Pedro Rivera. And I'm Mary Beth McDade in tonight for Sheriff Calvin. Yes, the man is being hailed a hero for pulling that teen from the clutches of a violent mob and then forcefully telling the juveniles to back off. It happened Sunday night at the Delamo Fashion Center in Torrance. KTLA's Chip Yost joins us live from Torrance with the rest of this story. Chip. Yeah, hey there, Pedro and Mary Beth. As you'll see in this video we're about to show you, this whole thing happened very fast. One second, this kid is running from another group of kids. The next second, this young man is on the ground getting pummeled. It could have ended up very, very bad for this young man, but lucky for him, a good Samaritan was nearby and wasted no time coming to his rescue. I mean, I got two little brothers, and um, if I seen like that, something like that happen, I want somebody to help them. So, you know, I was like, I got to help. You know, I don't, I don't like bullies. I don't like stuff like that. Maurice Hardy is talking about his decision to jump into action when he saw a large group of kids chasing a boy through the Del Amo Fashion Center, then punching and kicking him as he fell to the ground. As seen in this video he provided us, Maurice, in the blue shirt, wasted no time coming to the boy's rescue. As I was running up, I just seen a crowd. I didn't know how many kids. I just jumped right in and then started pushing them away. Now, it's hard to tell in the video, but it looks like the kid, because the hoodie came down, looks like the kid running was possibly white or light-skinned Hispanic. There was a, originally, it looked like a either light-skinned black person or Hispanic that was the first one behind him followed by a crowd of predominantly black kids uh, they chased the kid they got him up by a car they got him on the floor and they started stomping him on the floor this guy who saw what was happening and he, he definitely didn't waste no time the one talking in the video he ran in there and forcefully was pushing all these kids off the other kid and literally protected him while the kid laid on the ground it's from an up. It's it's from a, a sky view, so it's it's hard to see everything up close. So I, I may be right or wrong on on the number of people or uh, <clears throat> what uh, ethnicity they are, but nonetheless, this guy gets in there and stops it. And like he said, he don't like bullies, and he always thought to himself, "I got little brothers, and if that ever happened to them one day, I would hope somebody stood up for them, the same way he just stood up for that kid." And that's what I'm talking about. In society today, when I ask where are the men at is because men do stuff like that. 
I don't know what the situation is. If a kid's running up like that, you got 15 guys chasing you. I don't know what's going on, but I know one thing. You allow people, because they get that pack mentality, you allow these young kids to go over there that aren't even thinking, not even a little bit, about what possibly are going to be the consequences for what they're about to do. Stop this kid. Could end up in all different kinds of ways. Yeah, he may end up living. Maybe they snap his neck and he's quadriplegic. Maybe they break his back and he's paralyzed. You know, maybe to give him some brain damage from stomping him. Worst case, kill the kid. You know, but definitely broken bones, bruises, and cuts are, are a guarantee. Maybe even missing some teeth. Real men are not going to allow that to happen on their watch. I wouldn't allow it to happen. I don't care what the kid did. You know, if it's something bad, you guys sort it out with the law. <laughs> That's the name of the game. Okay? Get back. Because what you're doing right now, you're going to regret doing. And whatever he did, he'll pay the price for it later. A lot of these times, it's nothing like that. A lot of times, they're just getting bullied. Or they finally decided to stand up for themselves, and then they all turned on them. And the kid can't defend himself. There's so many people there. Look, I don't care how tough you are. I don't care how many movies you watch. I don't care how big you are. Okay? You can only handle so much. Okay, as a guy, I grew up in an era where we we fist fought all the time. Yeah, that's just part of growing up. This new generation, I don't see them doing it as much as we did. I'm not saying we're tougher than the last one. Well, we're definitely tougher when, than than the one that's now. I can't say for the one that was before me. But we didn't. We weren't pulling guns out on each other. We were. We weren't stabbing each other the same way. You know, we were throwing fists. You know, you take your beating and you go home or you give somebody a beating for acting up and that's that. Um, but I can tell you that no matter how big you are, you know, there's a certain amount when it gets to be more than three, you're going to struggle. No matter how tough and how big and how bad you think you are, <clears throat> you're going to struggle. That's a lot of guys hitting you at one time. Okay. Speaking from experience, that's a lot of people hitting you at one time. When it gets beyond three, you are outnumbered. You are outmatched. Three is probably, at least in my opinion, about as much as somebody who is got a pretty hard jaw and skilled in throwing their hands. That's about as much as you're going to be able to handle at a, at a time. So when there's 15 people, I don't care how bad you think you are, player, <laughs> you're going down. It's just too many guys, too many people grabbing and pulling and pushing. They're going to throw you off balance, hitting you. I mean, it's just coming from every direction. You know, it's just, it's, it's a bad situation. So doing what he did and stopping that is, is the right thing to do. No matter what the reason is, let that get worked out later. It's the right thing to do. I'm happy to see that he did that. He, uh, the guy that was in the video doesn't look like he's that old. That again, black people age very well. <laughs> I got to tell you, white people, we tend to age. We get a little crusty pretty quick sometimes, man. You know, your skin starts getting pretty. Pretty that sun don't like you too much. I'm Italian. I was blessed. My skin's a little bit better. But you know, white people, we 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 start looking pretty crunchy pretty quick. Uh, but black people, you know that, that old saying, black don't crack. Yeah, black people, they age very nicely. Their skin stays, and, and it's hard to tell. A lot of times they stay youthful looking for a long time. So he looks real young. He may be older than I think he is. But nonetheless, he still stood up like a real man and neutralized the situation, got everybody off him, and whatever needed to happen after that could happen. Cops showed up and they can do whatever they got to do and figure out the mess. That's their job. He did his job as a man protecting the kid and stopping that from happening. And it's nice to see that. I, I got to be honest with you. I know that it's in everything that's going wrong with the world today. 
you see so much violence and people just stand by and don't do nothing. When you finally see somebody, because there was plenty of other people there that were just letting it happen. He was the only guy that jumped in there, got in front of all those kids, wedged himself in, starts pulling and pushing and throwing kids, and then puffing up, (laughs) looking about double the size he was when he walked in, (laughs) cracking the concrete, walking, uh, and stopped it. So uh, it's it's nice to know that there are some of us out there still, because in today's times, you just, it's, it's, it's sad to see how people are so desensitized and they're willing to just watch somebody else just get beat to death. They'll do, pull your phone out and record it, but don't do anything to help it. It's amazing. So I thought I'd end on a positive note that there are still some protectors out there, some real men, some warriors out there. It may not be as many of us as there once was, but they are still lingering around somewhere. So at least you can feel good that potentially there's always somebody. Uh, Monday, it's Labor Day, so I will not be doing an episode for Monday. I'm going to take the uh, that day off and go have some fun with the family on Sunday instead of uh, worrying about getting everything together for the recording. But then we'll be back again on Tuesday. So uh, I appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we will do it again next time.